0: Celebrating 10 years, and there's a lot of good things going on this year with Rage Against Addiction. So I am sitting here with Wendy, the executive director, the founder of Rage Against Addiction, and we have something big coming up this year, the Memory Walk Was it Memory Walk 5K?
1: It's Memory Walk Recovery Run. It's Rage Against Addiction's Memory Walk Recovery Run 2024. Uh, This is our biggest fundraiser of the year. Uh, We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and our mission is to provide awareness and support to anyone that struggles from drug and or alcohol abuse. And this event brings together um, a a large variety of people, um, those who have lost lost loved ones to the disease of addiction. And also we celebrate those in recovery. So this 5K is um, a run and we have a lot of runners who are running um, to support recovery. We have runners that run in memory of a, a loved one that is no longer with us. And then we have a really large group of family members that come out bring photos of their loved ones and just celebrate them and just try to bring some awareness to the disease. Uh, This supports our programs. We have sober living houses in Bel Air, Maryland, for women, and we also have some other programs that support uh, new moms in recovery. Uh, we support uh, kids by being a resource broker, and we've done some funding throughout the years to help people get into sober living. So this is this is a big deal for us. This is the the event that brings a lot of awareness to the community. It brings awareness to all that we're doing, and like Rich said, it's. It's our 10th anniversary, so we, we really want to let you know that we're here to stay, and the reason that we're doing what we're doing so well is because of all of the support in the community, and so we we, we welcome you to, to join us. You can also join us virtually through the entire month of April, April uh, 1st through the 30th. We have a virtual event. And then the 13th is our actual in person event at Cedar Lane Regional Park in Bel Air. You can register through our website, which is www.rageagainstaddiction.org. You can find all your info there. Uh, It'll take you to run sign up. You can create a team. You can do some um, independent fundraising with your family in memory of your loved one. And we also welcome sponsors. Sponsors get a place on our website. Your logos will go there. We give a shout out at the event. We're going to have some speakers from our alumni which is really what's near and dear to my heart. And again, it's, you know, it brings us all together and, and we hope that you can be there.
0: Uh, now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The run is a 5K, but you can also walk it, which is what, one mile?
1: We we have um, a route that goes around Cedar Lane uh, Regional Park. They have a, a path. And when you do the 5K, you, you do two laps. Our walkers okay. tend to do one. So it's like half, you know, it's probably like- okay. It's probably like a a mile, a mile and a little bit. Yeah, I can do the walk. You don't have to be here to participate. And we encourage that because we know that no family is immune and addiction, unfortunately, isn't going away. And we have a new uh, up-and-coming generation that was plagued by COVID, and we're seeing the youth population really struggle. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure that they continue to have the resources that they need.
0: So, again, they go to RageAgainstAddiction.org to
1: sign up. Yes, under events. Or to become a sponsor as well. Oh, yes. Please, please,
0: please, please sponsor. So far, 174.1 million doses of the flu vaccine has been distributed. 174.1. Just think of that for a minute, okay? Now, right here in Maryland, we are in the area which is actually a lot of very high activity for influenza and as you know with influenza the flu there are two types but a lot of people don't know how to tell the difference so on this episode of harford county living we are joined by members of the harford county health department and we're talking about whether you can tell if it's the flu or a cold and we talked briefly also about the new coronavirus stay tuned
2: welcome to harford county living with rich bennett each week you'll hear roundtable discussions and interviews with people that have ties to harford county maryland and you'll learn something new that will leave you wanting more here is your host professional dj
0: entrepreneur podcaster and all-around nice guy rich bennett i want to thank laurie decker uh, she actually contacted me and asked if we could do a podcast with the health department on how to do- tell the difference between a virus and the flu. Which I have to admit, I love it because I got my flu shot because you're all told I was told to do it before I played Santa and we all got sick, my wife, my daughter and me, my daughter had the cold. I had a cold, my wife had the flu. She didn't get the flu shot. so I felt good. <laughs> Made my day. <laughs>
2: so, so basically, what you're saying then is you you and your daughter got the flu as well, but it felt like a cold. Is that what you're no, saying? I, the
0: doctor said I had a cold. Even he said though my you fever had a cold. Was, yeah. So your flu your flu, flu test was worked.
2: negative. Yeah.
0: And my daughter and my wife didn't get the flu shot. Was this all at the same time? My daughter was like right after New Year's, and then we were a couple of days afterwards. Hmm. So we took my daughter there first, and me and my wife went to um, the doctor at the same time. Uh-huh. She goes, yeah, let's go in the same room so I can prove to you that the flu shot doesn't work. So we did, and then what the doctor said, "You," because know, they did the swab and everything, he uh-huh. said that I had a bad cold and she had the flu. I just, laughed loved it. I loved it.
2: Uh-huh. Interesting.
0: I loved it. I thought I had, she thought I had dipsy doodle or was she called? Not, uh man flu. Man flu. Yeah, because, you know, if a guy gets a sniffle, it's right away you women just call it the man flu. (laughs) (laughs) So how can you tell the difference between a virus and flu?
2: There's a difference in a lot of the different symptoms, signs and symptoms. Basically, influenza has an abrupt onset. Um, You usually have a fever with it, usually have aches. Um, And then the fatigue, the weakness, headaches are common, chest discomfort, cough Mm -hmm. is common. With a cold, you're going to see gradual onset of uh, symptoms. Um, The fever is rare. Um, You may see some slight aches and pains, but not anything like what most people have when they have the flu. The chills are uncommon. Um, Sometimes you may see some fatigue or weakness, uh, cold is going to be more sniffing, sneezing, sore throat, right. stuffy nose. You're, you could still have the cough and the chest discomfort. A headache would be rare. So those are the differences, is the signs and symptoms, and that first one being important in how it starts, whether hmm. it's abrupt or whether it's kind of a gradual onset of symptoms.
0: And there's... I guess all different types of viruses out there, which mimic a lot of times. Sure. The food, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's rhinoviruses endoviruses, coronaviruses, all kinds of different viruses
0: that um, cause common colds. Oh, did you say what was the first one? You said a rhinovirus. Yeah, that's. Right, now I now do sound like an idiot, because <laughs> of course I'm thinking of the animal.
2: Um, I think rhino comes from probably the Latin word for nose. And nasal, oh. so it's just a, a cold in your nose, I guess. Okay, Is
0: that where <laughs> I guess, what a lot so. of people get, bronchitis or the upper respiratory infections? Um, those from?
2: are, upper respiratories are all, yeah, they're all upper respiratory infections. Okay. Um, and then, you know, they can, if you get a severe case, you can get complications, which then can become lower respiratory, pneumonia,
0: that sort of thing. And when does technically flu season end? Uh, it
2: ends when we don't see any
0: more flu. <laughs> I think
2: to me it seems like it's getting longer. I don't have any data to back this one up, but it sure seems like it's longer than it used so to be. Um, I think it ends, was right? close to May, wasn't okay. it, Jean, last year? Seemed like it was, yeah, getting close to the really to May, end of May, even. Um, mm-hmm. May have still seen some sporadic cases. I know that our vaccine mm-hmm. expires in June every year. Oh, it does? So then they start the new following season for a flu vaccine. So when is the best time to actually get the vaccine? Um, The sooner the better, early, because you don't know, we never can really predict when flu is starting. So if you're going to get it in August, get it in August. Um, They say at least by October, I think is the recommendation. You know, they try to predetermine. What the flu is going to look like this year and try to match it as, as best they can when they make the flu okay. vaccine. And Usually, that's quadrivalent, which means it's four different organisms, different flu types that it
0: hits. And it is a good idea to get the flu vaccine, right? It is the best it idea. It is not going to it give is the you the very flu, best correctly? Way. correct?
2: <laughs> it is the very best way that you can prevent flu uh, infection, yes. And um, no, it is not a live virus, so it cannot give you the flu, okay. um, the vaccine. Now, the flu mist is a live virus, but as far as I know, it is not that you can't get the flu vaccine and uh, the flu influenza from getting the vaccine or from the vaccine. The, did you
0: say the flu mist? <laughs>
2: yeah. They don't really use that very often anymore. We see it on occasion.
0: So you can do, do that instead of the yeah, shot? Yeah, it's a nasal. It's a nasal. No, I'll stick with the shot.
2: Yeah. We I, we recommend that I don't even order here. I don't even order flu mist unless somebody really wants it and won't take a
0: right. a needle. Cause, I mean, I, I've always gotten into arguments with people about that all the time. It's like, no, because if I get the flu shot, I always get sick. Then I get the flu. No, tell I mean, chances are, if you are if you do get the flu after you get a flu shot, you probably already had the virus in you, right? Correct. Okay.
2: Yes. Yeah, you like were a, probably already incubating it. it; had already been exposed. And then you get the shot, and then you get sick, and and while you're incubating, and the flu can be um, transmitted before you have symptoms. So it's possible, 24, maybe even I don't know, maybe even 48 hours prior to actual onset of symptoms that you're walking around spreading it, and don't know you're doing mm. that. So if you're in contact with somebody who then gets sick the next day, they may have given it to you before you even know it. And so so you a, may not know that you've been in contact with somebody yeah.
0: that's positive for flu. August or September is probably the best time, or October at the latest. Yeah, especially if you're going to see Santa or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, are there any early symptoms?
2: Um, as uh, well, I said, whether, it's an abrupt I mean, onset. Like a cold, because a lot so. of people get.
0: I know with me, like if I feel my throat t- like a tickle on my throat, I know mm-hmm. I got a cold coming on. Or something, and I'll start taking stuff to try to battle it right away, mm-hmm. which most of the times it helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, other people seem to wait now, and I know a lot of people say, Well, I'm not going to take anything, let it run its course.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that actually a good thing to do? For, flu- for a cold, I don't know. For a cold, medicine. yes, flu, that's okay.
2: probably just as well. I mean, all you're doing when you're taking medicine for a cold is you're treating your symptoms. With over-the-counter medication, Mm -hmm. um, you really shouldn't be taking antibiotics. That's not useful. Right. Unless your doctor prescribes it for a specific reason to keep you from, um, I guess, getting any secondary infections of any type.
0: Now, (laughs) do we know anything about this new coronavirus?
2: We know some.
0: You, anything you can share besides that it's scary or or um, is that a tactic that everybody that they're using to scare everybody? No,
2: I don't think they're trying to scare people. I okay. think they're just trying to raise an awareness. Right. Um what all of these types of viruses, respiratory viruses do share is your prevention is going to be the same. So, number 1, get vaccinated for flu because you don't want a double whammy. Right. Um Wash your hands as often as you can, and you do have to. Um, it, when you're washing your hands, you need to take a little time washing your hands. Right. They say singing happy birthday two full times at the regular tempo, not speeding it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and covering your cough, um, you know, using a tissue, and making sure that tissue makes it into the trash can. Um, staying home when you're sick, staying away from sick people. You know, Those are your, your cleaning, your environmental cleaning. make a lot, of, lot, lot you can, of Lysol. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. Don't absolutely. Don't touch your face. Don't touch that's your face. That's thing. a good one, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hardest thing. Yes, keep your hands away from your, your face. God, yeah. that would be hard. That's your, a great one. Really
1: mm-hmm. I'm doing it right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean. I touch you, my face a lot by accident.
0: What if you're somebody like me that has to shave, though? Well, wash your hands, wash your hands first. Hands. And shave, well, obviously,
2: and but <laughs> I mean, it's mainly like when you're out in public right. and that sort of thing, a and you're touching. Way. Yeah, we yeah. all do it, and uh, doorknobs and that sort of thing, frequently touched areas, especially out in public.
0: And it, see, that's the other scary thing because how many places do you go into, especially like your, I guess your like rest stops, the public restrooms. How often are those door knobs or anything even clean? Use
2: your jacket. Yeah, <laughs> I that a Sleeve, that's what I do,
0: yeah. I pull a sleeve
2: or I grab a paper towel, anything.
0: One of the things I see this in restrooms too, a lot of them don't have paper towels anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. The air dryers, which I think is worse because it seems like it's just blowing the stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm.
2: There have been articles
0: written Many on those be- lines. I
2: don't know for sure, but yeah.
0: You know, we got to start a revolution or something <laughs> paper towels back well you know
2: then you got the environmental
0: people saying don't use the paper air like with your hands just shake them all right what are you doing when you shake your hands but you're clean. just throwing the they're stuff clean. everywhere It yeah. yeah.
1: should be clean it should be clean at that well <laughs> unless you don't sing happy birthday or- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah you did and yeah. mm-hmm. you get now the health department does get flu shots right
2: typically we don't do, like, big flu clinics anymore. Yeah, the big oh, okay. clinic, community clinics was the word I was trying to come up with. We do clinics in our schools. This past year, we, we uh, went into every single public school in Harvard County and provided flu vaccine for the children and for the staff there. Um, we don't, we, we can have, uh, we do have a, a minimal amount of flu vaccine right. available here. Um, it just depends on insurance and that sort of thing, but it's it's readily available in the community now. Yeah, I was
0: going to say um, the You stores can get and it everything. at your
2: pharmacy. You can get it at your doctor's office. Um, you know, there's there's plenty of
0: places where it is
2: readily available.
0: How was it this year? I mean, the flu did seem like I didn't see so, a lot of cases like the year before. Mm-hmm. Maryland
2: um, right now is considered in the very widespread range. Really? Yep. There's a lot of flu. So far in this country, the CDC estimates 29 million flu illnesses this year so far, 280,000 hospitalizations, and 16,000 deaths from the flu.
0: From the flu this year?
2: Yes, sir. So far this year. When they say this year,
0: is that 2020 or like the flu season?
2: The flu season. Okay. So our 2019-2020 flu season.
1: I, I think... You probably aren't hearing about it as much because the media is covering. So there's so many other right. things going well, on right now, so right. you're probably not hearing it. Which is, it's a good or bad thing. You don't want to mm-hmm. scare people, but you also want to make sure people are being or like aware too. About yeah. It, yeah.
0: I mean that's the thing because a lot of a lot of people get the flu and then think once they get it and it's gone they can't get it again, but that's not the case, right? I mean, um, no, because, because there
2: are different strains yeah. that circulate
0: out there. So. I didn't realize the numbers are that high for this year. I, mean, I have a funny feeling that it just people get in and they're still, still going to work because they're afraid to miss work or something. Yeah. Or their boss will tell them, I don't care, unless you're on your deathbed getting to work. Yeah. Well, which is crazy, too.
2: I mean, the recommendations are to stay home at least until you've been fever-free for 24 solid hours without taking any fever-reducing medication. Right. So that is the, I guess, the minimum. But you know, none of us wants to be around somebody that's coughing and sneezing all over the place. No.
0: Yeah. I see them little kids with the runny noses. Aren't yeah, so right? it is. It is important
2: to um, yeah to really, uh, you know, educate people on you know, the fact that this is still contagious and you can still give it to other people. And of course, it's it's most. Um, dangerous to um those the populations that are most vulnerable which is our 65 and over group our children and anybody that's um got chronic health issues or is immunocompromised
0: when we were talking about the fevers with with the cold or the flu Mm -hmm. and and this this is why my wife was swearing that i had the flu her fever and my daughter's is like 100.7 Mine got up to 102.7. I had the flu, didn't I? Was that doctor wrong?
2: I kind of think maybe you did. Um, And that's why I asked you the questions that I asked you. Because my guess is... It was just a cough and a fever is all I had. Uh, Yeah. And that's because you had the flu shot. So the flu shot, if you have it, you can... (laughs) It's not 100%. No vaccine is 100%. So you can still get the flu. What it's going to do... Is generally give you a less severe case and um, hopefully keep make it maybe one or two days shorter. For oh, you. it was definitely
0: shorter. Because so, I was left my wife. She was still in bed. And I'm that's what around. that's
2: what the flu shot will still do for you, even if you do get it. I mean, they, it's not 100.
0: percent Okay. okay. Um, and let me rephrase that real quick. When I say running around, I meant running around shopping <laughs> and everything. Okay. <laughs> Just because Molly gave you that look, it's like really rich <laughs> <laughs> I was going out to the store
1: god building forward to making stuff doing summer stuff yeah <laughs> <That's> summer stuff <sales. laughs> <laughs> give your wife an apology right now
0: I'm sorry. She don't (laughs) listen. (laughs) She said, why do I want to listen to your podcast? Mm. I hear you at home enough. (laughs)
2: So So do you go home and you tell her every day everything that you've talked about all day? Not a shot.
0: That just blows me away Uh, that now I think, that now I had the flu.
2: (laughs) It's a possibility. I mean, and I don't know, you know, I don't. I don't really have any numbers on the accuracy yeah. of, or you know, of those uh, rapid tests, but I have heard a few other people say that they're pretty sure they had the flu and were treated with Tamiflu, even though the test came back negative rapid, and they were also vaccinated. So we're talking about in yeah. people. It doesn't seem so. I don't know. I wonder about that. If in-vaccinated people, the, maybe the rapid test isn't as effective in detecting. But I if that was a prescription. That's just me. I I'm not coming from any area of expertise. I have not seen any evidence of that. I've just heard people tell me.
0: Yeah. Is there any good over the counter medication for that? No. You have to get. You, you have, have to, to go to the anti-viral. doctor
2: and you have to get your um, your antiviral medications. Okay. Yeah, he
0: prescribed something. And there, so there are several on antiv- the market. I didn't. I, I I always look at the side effects, and if it's <laughs> you know. Something well, I you have like, to weigh nope. it out,
2: but it will um, decrease um, your length of time generally. Mm-hmm. It decreases the severity of your symptoms. It decreases the length of the time that you're ill. It hopefully, and because you're decreasing the length of time you're ill, you know, maybe it will help keep it from spreading quite as quickly to others. Right. Um, we don't have any evidence of that, again, either at this point, that, you know, taking the antivirals does... If you're not as sick for as long. I did want to talk briefly about um, emergency warning signs of flu, especially for those people who are at greater risk. So again, we're talking about people 65 years and older, um, anybody with any um, chronic medical conditions, especially things like asthma, diabetes, heart disease, pregnant women, and children younger than five five years old. So they are most at risk. It is most important for them to get their vaccine. We do have, there is available a vaccine for the 65 and over, which is a high dose, and it does. um, So if you are 65 and older, they do recommend that you get that high-dose vaccine. If you can't find it, it better with a vaccine than not, Right. Um, just the regular vaccine, but the high dose is made especially for that age group, Um, and they do recommend that. In most cases, talk to your physician about that. Um, and then the emergency warning signs of anybody that has flu in adults uh, if you see somebody that's difficult has difficulty breathing shortness of breath persistent pain or pressure in the chest or abdomen uh, persistent dizziness confusion you know inability to, to wake them up um, obviously seizures they're not um, urinating these are all um, very important emergency warning signs Um, seizures um high fevers can sometimes i think cause seizures yeah in children you're looking at um fast or trouble breathing again if they start to turn blue around their lips around their face if you see them having labored breathing um or they're complaining of chest pain any severe muscle pain where they refuse to get up and walk Um, dehydration is really important if you have an infant they will be crying but no tears come out that sort of thing if you can't again if you can't awake them easily they're not easily arousable Um, and uh, fever above 104 in a child in a small child and a fever with cough or if you see somebody start to get better and their fever is gone and then all of a sudden say a day later it all comes back or if that fever is worsening or that cough is is getting much worse but if the if the um you know if they start to have symptoms and they start to improve and they're getting better and then they, all of a sudden they start to have symptoms that come back and return again that's when it could possibly be going into a lower respiratory or a pneumonia type situation and that needs to be they need to see someone a provider
0: and you said 104 for children what about for yeah. adults
2: I don't know exact times, A high temperature, and again, if you're drinking and you're easily arousable, that's one thing. If you're, you know, able to take on fluids and so forth, but if you're not able to take keep fluids down, anything like that, um, or you feel like you're getting dehydrated, then of course, that's okay. when it's really important, um, especially with adults with those high risks. Um, they have a, you know, 65 and over. Again, the complications. They have a much greater risk. Of complications if they have those other health problems that we talked about, diabetes, heart disease. A much greater risk of a heart attack or a stroke or getting pneumococcal diseases. And then um, 78% higher risk of hospitalizations for people over 65. So those are the ones that really do need to see their provider and probably get some sort of um, antiviral God. medications or treatment.
0: I want to thank the Hartford County Health Department again for filling us in on the differences between the flu and the cold. Ha- well, basically how you can tell the difference. And I also want to thank Laurie Decker again for contacting me and asking me if we could do a podcast with the health department about this. If there's anything you would like us to cover with the health department, contact me. Let me know. Or contact the health department and let them know. Either way, we'll make sure we get it on for you. We started um, a thing on Facebook and Instagram asking people to give us suggestions. And so far, we've gotten a good response, which is great. But for any information, contact the Harford County Health Department at 410-838-1500. Again, that's 410-838-1500. And again, if you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please do so, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever platform you listen to it on, please subscribe and also please leave your review or suggestions. I'm always looking for reviews and suggestions. It helps me to basically figure out who I'm going to get on the podcast and what I'm going to talk about. So please, again, leave your reviews, subscribe to the podcast and let me know. Also, I want to thank some of our supporters that have bought me a coffee. That's right. If you go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Living, you can make a small contribution to help me keep this podcast going. I want to thank Amory Battis, who is a monthly subscriber, as well as Jeremiah Sites with Omega Techware. He made a donation, and Mary Bunch. So, thank you very much again. Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Harco Living.